0: Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Lucky Girl Podcast, your go-to podcast for creating your dream life. I'm your host, Lexi Prieto, and I hope you're ready to enter your luckiest era ever. Good morning, Lucky Girls. Welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited to talk about this week's episode. I have been planning this episode for quite some time. I have been on a journey of sorts in these past few months, and I have been itching to talk about it. Before we get into that though, let's go ahead and get our social medias out of the way. If you want to follow the podcast Instagram, stay up to date on all of the goings on of the podcast. I post our weekly recaps. I post our lucky girl quotes. Maybe if we have some challenges, maybe if we have some goals for the week, I post it. I've been trying to make it really aesthetic. I'm very, very proud of it so far. It is going to be at Lucky Girl Pod. That's L-U-C-K-Y-G-I-R-L-P-O-D. Once again, that is Lucky Girl Pod. If you want to follow my personal Instagram, as well as my YouTube, my TikTok, and my Pinterest, they're all under the same handle. That is going to be at Lexi G Prieto. That's L-E-X-I-G-P-R-I-E-T-O. I have been on my game with content recently. I have just found this new wave of confidence that I'm so excited to share with you guys and the reason I have this confidence is because of what we're talking about today. So in episode 32, this episode, we are talking about people pleasing. We are learning how to take back our power from being people pleasers. If you know me at all in my, you know, personal day-to-day life, you know that I am an extremely kind individual, almost to the point where it's harmful to me, because I will make sure that somebody else is happy before I even think of myself. This has become a problem in my life, and it has become a problem that I am determined to solve. So with this episode, we are going to talk about my tips and tricks that I learned to start choosing ourselves, to start taking back my power. So, Without further ado, let's go ahead and get into the Lucky Girl segments of the week. To start off, we always do the weekly recap. And if you're new here to the podcast, first of all, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for listening. I am very excited to have you here and be a part of the Lucky Girl fam. But let me explain why we do these Lucky Girl segments. So we always do them at the beginning of the episode. It is just a way to almost gratitude journal and show That even the smallest things we can be grateful for. Because, as we well know in the lucky girl family, what we're grateful for will always be grateful for us. So, if we're grateful for the money we have, if we're grateful for the life we're living, if we're grateful for the friends we have, when we show gratitude and truly, deeply mean it, it'll come back tenfold. You know, money's gonna come back to you, and, you know, your life is gonna be brighter and happier when you focus on the bright and happy. There's this quote that I think is quite funny. I think Dwayne The Rock Johnson actually came up with it, but it's something along the lines of when you focus on yourself, you grow. When you focus on shit, shit grows. And as funny as that quote is, it's honestly true because when you look at the brighter side of things and focus on that and show gratitude and show that you're grateful for that, it comes back to you in tenfold because you're focusing on it. You're focusing on the things you love. You're focusing on on the things you're passionate about. And what you focus on becomes your life. So, that is why we do the lucky girl segments just to focus on positive aspects of our lives even if it's small and I hope you guys really take something from the lucky girl segments and I hope you guys as I'm talking about my weekly recap, my lucky girl obsession, what has made me feel lucky this week, I hope that you guys are also thinking about The answers for yourself. So let's go ahead and get into the weekly recap. Guys, I have become a gym princess once again. I will say it first. I'll say it loud. I'll say it proud. I go to the gym in my best workout sets. I go to the gym with a light beat on. I go to the gym with my hoop earrings on. I have a pink duffel bag. I go straight to the spin room and spin my little heart out and I am back guys, I am back. If you know, last year, pretty much, mm, I'll say October and before I was on my gym game. I go to the gym not to lose weight, not to really do anything to my body, but because I love it and because it helps my mental health so much. I mean, an exponential amount and it's actually really insane how much it helps me because at the end of the day it's really just moving my body it's really just you know whether it be on the treadmill or be spin or even yoga or pilates or i do ballet even sometimes you would think that maybe it wouldn't be that big of a deal but i assure you guys when you have the right mindset when you go to the gym not that you're wanting to lose or gain or you know figure something out which if you do that's fine but have the right spin on it. Have the right mindset as to why you're going, why you want to lose weight, why you want to gain muscle, why you want to do that. And as long as it's for yourself, as long as the reason is to better yourself, then I swear the gym is almost like a paradise. It is like what it is like my happy place, I swear. And that's so silly to say and I sound like a gym rat, but like genuinely... I take the time to get ready. I do my hair cute. I put on gold hoop earrings. I put on my best workout set. I'm literally wearing a workout set right now because right after this, I'm going to be going to the gym. And I'm wearing these white Fabletics leggings and this white long sleeve backless top. And I feel like the it girl. And I'm so excited. And when I walk into that gym, I know I'm going to feel powerful because I feel confident. And we're going to get more into that. But. I love the gym and I am a very, very, very big advocate for just positive fitness and creating a balanced lifestyle of yourself. It doesn't have to be your entire life, but as long as you're moving your body and you're choosing yourself, and like I said, especially when it comes to mindset, whenever I'm working out, for the most part, my days are very, very colluded, Yeah, I have so much to do in a day, you know? So my brain is kind of always on. And even on my off time, I'll be on my phone. I'll be a scroller. Like, I'll just, I I won't prioritize things. The only thing I will always, always prioritize is journaling. But it's when I'm at the gym, when I'm working out is when I really have that time to just have my headphones in, be working out, be thinking about the next steps in my life, the positive things in my life, what I'm grateful for. It's that almost zen space that I have for 20, 30, 40 minutes at the gym, which I truly enjoy. So I have become a gym princess once again because I refuse to be a gym rat. I will be a princess until I die. Um, this week I went to Laguna, which if you know, you know that Laguna is my favorite place to go in the entire world. Not that I've seen the entire world, but Laguna Beach is the most beautiful most amazing beach town that I have ever seen and I just absolutely adore going there every time I go there I feel so confident I just I feel so good and so excited to be where I am in life and to be able to experience that and I am gonna enjoy it while I can and Laguna has just been so amazing even in the winter months Laguna still is like flourishing and thriving with the most amazing things and it's the most amazing people like the people are so interesting there's this um record shop owner his name is Wave yes Wave and he's just the coolest person in the entire world i always go into that record shop um i went in the other day when i went to laguna and i was just kind of talking to him about my life and like about his life and stuff and he is by far the coolest person i've ever met i would love for him to be my grandpa i think he's just the coolest person Uh, and there's like other people too that are just so interesting all of the shop owners are have stories of their own and just it makes me love california even more and it's just the coolest thing in the entire world but i spent the week or i spent the day there and it was so much fun I just walked around and I took some pictures and I bought some things, and it was just really, really fun. The last thing I wanted to talk about in my weekly recap is <laughs> frozen yogurt. Guys, this should be a lucky girl obsession, but I already have three lucky girl obsessions, so I just put it in my weekly recap, but I am obsessed with it. I have been on a frozen yogurt kick (laughs) lately and it's funny to say that because like I have went probably four years without eating frozen yogurt. My sister sends me a TikTok of somebody talking about frozen yogurt and I said, you know what? It's been a hot minute since I've gotten frozen yogurt. Let me see what I can do. Turns out there's a yogurt land (laughs) right by my house. I go there. They have new york cheesecake frozen yogurt say less they have cheesecake bites they have coconut flakes they have fresh cherries they have fresh strawberries they have the most amazing flavors the most amazing toppings my mouth is watering thinking about it um and i did eat yogurt three days in a row because i was freaking addicted like i genuinely i couldn't stop myself from thinking about this frozen yogurt and Loki I might get it tonight because I deserve it and I love apparently I love frozen yogurt it was just the funniest thing because it it was one TikTok that she sent me and I was like you know what I haven't had it in a while and now I've had it 3 times this week and I really need to cut myself off and limit myself because I I can't be eating frozen yogurt every single day, but it's really good. And, you know, it's not that expensive. I don't get too much in like my frozen yogurt. So I think they like weigh it and mine ends up being like five dollars. So it's really not bad at all. But (laughs) that was my week. I have. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I want to talk about this really quick, too. I went on a drive with my frozen yogurt (laughs) a couple days ago. There's this really beautiful canyon um, called Carbon Canyon in um, SoCal, and I live not too far from it, but when I was 18, 19, when I first moved out here, I had happened upon this canyon drive, and I drove it, and I felt so free, and it was, you know within the first year of me living here. So I I was experiencing this freedom and this independence and I was driving this canyon and it felt like a movie and I was so excited to be in California and I loved it. And I drove this canyon probably like every week for a year and then I moved and it's been two or three years since I've driven down this canyon, right? I was having a day or a night, I should say, that I was really sad. I was just kind of thinking about a situation in my past and it was making me sad so I was like you know what I'm gonna find this canyon again and I'm gonna drive it and I'm gonna feel like I'm in a movie and I'm gonna be very excited I'm choosing me I'm choosing me so I in the best of my memory I didn't use any um, maps or anything I drove to this canyon I got lost but I found it and as I'm driving through this canyon I'm thinking about life right I'm thinking about how lucky I am to feel things so deeply to be able to hurt so deeply to be able to love so deeply because people don't always get that people don't always have that people always don't always understand that. So as I'm driving, I'm thinking about how lucky I am to feel this hurt how lucky I am to be sad, you know, how lucky I am that my situation had happened because I've become a better person from it. So I'm driving and it feels like a movie and like SZA is playing and it was just the most amazing experience. And it really reverted me back to being 18 and 19 and being excited and green and, you know, just shaking with excitement about living in California and being on my own. And it was just a very, very beautiful day or night. It was so fun and it was just it was so beautiful i had so much fun it did in fact feel like i was in a movie and if you know me you know that i am very dramatic and i love feeling like i'm in a movie so that was incredibly fun now moving on from my weekly recap let's go ahead and get into the lucky girl obsessions of the week i have three the first one is only if you're 21 and older and that is moscow mules guys 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 Moscow mules are by far my favorite drink I am a either a sweet wine gal or a moscow mule gal till i die i will be the first at the bar to be like do you make moscow mules because i genuinely really like them they're so good and i like them because they have ginger in it and i am a ginger fanatic i love ginger shots i pretty much take them every day and the moscow mules are just heavenly they're so good 10 out of 10 i was in fact drinking one while i was writing this because i had written our um our, what do you call it, episode plan while I was in Laguna and I was having a little self business day and I got myself a cocktail and I got a mascot meal and it was so good. So I wrote it because I was like, as I'm sipping this mascot meal, I was like, this is definitely an obsession. The next one is something that I'm actually really excited about and it's a little, um, I hate this word, but it's a little quirky, but I'm really, really, really excited about it. And that is Postcards, I have wanted to collect postcards for like two or three years now. I think postcards are just so cute, and I love the fact that they date back to such an old like a pastime to when people actually sent them to show somebody where they 're at and I think they 're beautiful and I have started collecting postcards in Laguna. I bought two I bought one that said Laguna and then one that said Southern California. And on the Laguna one, I had just written the date and I had written about my day and why I love Laguna. I'm going to save the Southern California one for a later date to use, but I just have decided that. Whenever I pick up a postcard, I'm going to pick it up from where I live, where I've lived in the past. You know, I've lived in a couple different cities in California, so I want to go to those cities, collect the postcards, write how I feel about that city, write how I felt when I lived in it, whatever, um, you know, write whatever I felt, you know, and just find these postcards that have value to me. I'm going to get a Los Angeles postcard because I want to write about LA. I'm going to get a postcard from you know places that mean stuff to me and i'm just really really excited to collect them and it's honestly making me a little giddy because i'm excited to look back when i'm 60 or 70 however old and read the writings of this 21 almost 22 year old and how she felt about it and i just think that's really beautiful and that's the reason why i journal so i can look back i this is such a side note. I'm so sorry. I'm very, very like scatterbrained today, but I am officially on journal number five, five or six of living in California. So I have a plethora of journals that I cannot wait to look back and read on. I've already kind of started, like sometimes I'll just be like thinking about something and I'm like, Oh, I wonder if I journaled about it. So I'll look back on journaling what I journaled about. Um, like a couple of years ago. And it's just sounds insane to see how much I've changed. First of all, my handwriting is so much neater, but that's besides the point. But it's just been, it's really, I love writing and I love being able to look back on things when I get older and see how I was thinking about it when I was younger, because, you know, our minds move a mile a minute and sometimes we forget things, but The third lucky girl obsession of the week is working out. So it's kind of the same as my gym princess explanation, but I've just been truly deeply loving working out. It has been so fun. I feel like I'm getting back into the swing of things. It has just been feeling very, very, very rewarding. So I am incredibly excited to continue working out and continue moving my body. Moving on to the last lucky girl segment of the week We are getting into our what has made me feel lucky this week. So normally I have a specific thing, a specific moment, whatever that has made me feel lucky. But for this week, what has made me feel really, really lucky is just a happy and gentle week. I have just been feeling so full of peace and so full of like just gentleness. It just felt like such a genuinely good week and you know nothing really exciting or big has happened this week but nothing bad has happened this week and that's what I'm really focusing on is only good happened this week. I was excited and I had fun and Laguna was great and it just felt so good. I will say one moment that popped into my head right now when I was thinking about what has made me feel lucky is There's a dog (laughs) in Laguna. Her name is Sadie. And she is, I like to say, she's the owner of this art shop. It's called Faux Paws, which is a little on the nose, but very cute. And her singular job, Sadie the Golden Retriever, is to have a toy in her mouth to walk out onto the sidewalk where you are and to look at you with those puppy dog eyes and get you to go into the shop. And I had met Sadie a year or two ago with one of my old friends and I fell in love with her and she is the celebrity of Laguna. So I did get to see Sadie this week and that is pretty much the highlight of my week. Not only my week, but my life because Sadie is the most amazing girl in the entire world. She's such a good girl and she is getting on in years. So I do worry about our poor Sadie, but she's just the cutest golden retriever I've every scene in my entire life. So I got to pet Sadie and I basically met a celebrity this week. So that's really, really exciting. I'm excited to get into this episode. I'm excited to talk about taking back your power and how to stop people pleasing. This is a quote that I wanted to share with you this week. In life, the only person you owe is yourself. You don't owe love, happiness, or even care to Anyone. It is a privilege, not a right, and some people don't deserve that privilege. With that being said, let's go ahead and hop right into episode 32. Listen to This If You're a People Pleaser. Alrighty, guys, I had to get you with the hook of the title, Listen to This If You're a People Pleaser, because I am calling all my people pleasers this week to deprogram our brains and start prioritizing ourselves. So in order to figure out if you're a people pleaser or not, maybe you just think, mm, maybe I'm just nice. I don't think I'm a people pleaser. Maybe I'm just super, super kind. And maybe this is the way my parents are. This is the way my grandparents are. This is the way all my friends are. So I don't think I'm a people pleaser because everyone around me is like this too let's ask ourselves some questions. These questions are an umbrella term. These questions are all surrounding, are you just nice or are you a people pleaser? So let's play a little game. (laughs) Okay, the first question is, do you put other people's needs first? If the answer is yes, you're a people pleaser. The next question, do you hide how you truly feel in fear of losing? Losing a situation, losing a love, losing a friendship, losing a relationship, losing a job. If the answer is yes, you are a people pleaser. Do you give endless, quote, second chances? If the answer is yes, you are a people pleaser. Do you always agree with people and do what they want, no matter if you don't want it? If the answer is yes, you are a people pleaser. I am so sorry to break it to you. If any of those answers are yes, then you either are a people pleaser or you have people pleasing tendencies. And we are working through that this episode. So let's go back to the first question. Do you put other people's needs first? Now, it is a very fine line between being a people pleaser and just being nice, because obviously sometimes it's kind to put other people's needs first, to be selfless, to focus on other people. But when you do it, at an extreme level and only ever focus on other people's needs that is when you are turning into a people pleaser and we're going to kind of take back that energy right for the most part putting other people's needs first when they don't deserve it is what we need to stop doing putting people's needs first when they have proven to you that they do not care about you that they would not do the same for you that is what we need to stop doing Because there has been quite a few times in my life where people have either explicitly said it to me or have shown me that they are not going to be caring about me the way that I care about them. And that's fine because I know I genuinely have a really big heart and I know that I will always care about people way more than they care about me. I mean, not always. I'm sure like I have friendships and I have moments and, you know, relationships where it's been equal and it feels good. But all of like my failed relationships or my failed friendships have always been because there's an imbalance and within that imbalance comes people pleasing because I will continuously try to put somebody's needs before my own so that they would want me so that, that I would hold importance to them when in reality, The importance that you should hold in other people's lives is simply by being you, by being who you are, by taking up good space in their life. For the most part, when somebody cares about you and somebody values you, that's all they need is for you to be you. You don't need to do anything. You don't need to work for anything. You are not their secretary and you are not their assistant. You don't need to do something to prove your worth to them. And if you feel like within your friendships, within your relationships, that you are continuously having to act, 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 act in order for someone to care for you, then you are in a people pleasing cycle and you, it is your duty to break out of that. It is your duty to get away from that and really ask yourself the question, who am I doing it for? Why do I want them in my life? If they're only valuing me when I'm acting out of service if they're only valuing me when i'm giving them something when i'm doing something for them when i'm making their life easier and my life harder why do i want that is it out of comfortability is it because you feel like you owe it to yourself you owe it to them like whatever it is why are you doing that and i want you to take the time to find the answer and you know this is a long journey i'm not telling you guys that you are not going to be a people pleaser by the end of this episode because guys i'm still working on it and it's been genuinely months of me actively and like mindfully working on this so i just want you to continue to ask yourself those questions moving on to the next question do you hide how you truly feel in fear of losing i have a deep problem of i feel like i'm learning from it and I'm really not that way anymore. But I'm a chameleon of sorts when it comes to people that are not meant to be in my life that I want in my life. And I always know when a friendship or relationship is wrong for me when I see myself doing this. And it is when I metamorphosize myself into who I think they would want me to be, you know, transform myself into something similar to them so that they like me or you know transform myself into what I know they like like for example I was in a past relationship where they were not I don't know how to say this they weren't the cleanest person in the world you know like their room was a mess like they were not particular like I am and I found myself in very small ways being the same and starting to kind of make like my car is one of my safe spaces in my life. And I make sure my car is clean 24 seven. And while I was with them, I was realizing that my car was getting dirty and I wasn't really caring about it. And that's because I realized in such a small way that I was trying to attach myself to how they were so that they would like me, so they would choose me. And, you know, Once I kind of stepped away from that and I started being truly who I am again, that is when our relationship kind of failed and our relationship went downhill because I was starting to choose myself over them. And that was kind of the underlying reason of why it didn't work out, which is perfectly fine because I will continue to be exactly who I am and keep my car clean. (laughs) That's such a small like answer, but it's truly like a small experience but that's truly how you feel and if you are constantly hiding how you truly feel who you truly are in fear of losing somebody then it is time to refocus that because if you lose something if you lose a relationship you lose a potential partner you lose a you lose a friendship it was not meant to be yours in the first place and that is something that i'm continuously learning and something that i really take value in knowing is that it is not meant to be mine maybe it was meant to be an experience a lesson it was meant to be mine in the moment but it's not meant to be my forever and it is having that knowledge that if you kept it longer than you should have it was gonna hurt you it was gonna hurt you more than it already did so saying goodbye and having this delayed gratification of it's going to hurt right now, but eventually it'll feel good. Eventually I'll feel very grateful and it'll reward me for go fading away from toxic behavior, whatever it is. Saying goodbye to that fear of losing is a very big step into not being a people pleaser because we will get into this as to why we people please. But fear of losing comes from anxiety and being anxious and We'll get into that in just a moment. So we're going to move on to do you give endless second chances? So if your answer is yes to this, you always let them back into your life. You always give them a second chance. You have this innate reality in your mind, this innate desire to always let them come back to your life, even if you know it's wrong. That is when you know you are a people pleaser. Once again, I have this experience in my life where this person had really, really, really hurt me, you know? And I had spent months, months healing from it and growing from it and turning into a different person. And they always come back. And they, like, nothing has changed in the situation as to why we're not together anymore, as to why we're not friends, whatever. Nothing has changed, but they always come back. And. They reel me back in, and they tell me that they miss me, and they miss what we had, like whatever it is. they reel me back in, and I let them, and I let them hurt me again because at the end of the day, nothing has changed, so the reason we still faded away, the reason we're not together, the reason we're not friends is because of what's still prevalent in their life in my life, so they reel me back in, and then they leave again and This has happened to me like multiple times within the same situation. They reel me back in and then they leave me again. So I am the type of person that will continuously give second chances, third, fourth, fifth, hundredth chances, because I'm like, maybe they've changed. Maybe this time they'll choose me, even if it's in a small way, maybe this time. And it's that hope and that desire and that excitement of being like, maybe, maybe they'll realize they made a mistake. Maybe they'll alter what they did in order to, you know, choose me, choose me, choose me. And it's when you realize that you don't want them to choose you. If they had chosen someone or something over you the first time, oh, that's it. That's all you need to know. Because if somebody is willing, especially in a relationship sense, if somebody is seeing more than just you when there i'm not saying this to be a romantic and to like almost put it in like a movie sense but like honestly when somebody looks at you and sees you as just an option just you know something to figure out then they are not your person because your person will never think of you as an option you are the only choice there is, it's not even a choice because you're the only one. You are the only thing they see. And when it comes to either friendships or relationships, situations, whatever it may be, when you're constantly giving these second chance, hoping that they'll choose me, maybe even just a little bit, like they'll say that they miss me. And, it, you know, that just makes me feel good because it it validates you. And that's that word that people pleasers love. Validate. That is what people pleasers seek, that validation that you are worthy, that you are needed. It is because you are looking for that externally. You are looking for that in the outside world instead of looking for that validation on the inside. I was journaling about this literally this morning because I, once again, I talked about this last week, but I have this prompt journal that I really, really love. It's an intention journal. And the question was, what do I want to feel this week? And my answer was confident and magnetic. And I was talking about how easy it should be for me to be confident because I'm successful. I'm kind. I'm funny. I'm intelligent. I'm beautiful. All of these things. I have the entire package. And that's not to toot my own horn. That's just the reality. And you have the entire package too. Think of your good qualities, all your positive qualities. That is what people love. That is what people desire. But nobody should be caring about what people care about. You should be caring about what you love. I hold value in the fact that I'm kind. I hold value in the fact that I'm funny and that I'm intelligent and that I make people happy And then I make myself happy. That is what I hold value in. And that is what I need to focus on. So when you are trying to give these endless second chances because you're looking for this outside validation, remind yourself that they will never, ever, ever be a sturdy source of validation to you because they did it once. They could do it again. They had chosen something over you. They will not give you that validation you give yourself that validation. You hold that confidence. You hold that magnetism and you remind yourself that the only person that you need to please is yourself. So we know, okay, we've had the answer that maybe we're not just nice. Maybe we're people pleasers. Let's move on to why do you people please? This is a scientific answer that I have looked up. I did a lot of research on this. And the answer is almost all anxious individuals also struggle with people pleasing. It comes from a want of calm and a fear of, quote, negative feelings like anger or hurt. So this is the answer to why we people please. I had just said it. So let me remind you is validation. Validation. We struggle with this fear of moving, tipping the boat, this fear of shaking the ground, this fear of nothing being calm and us constantly being anxious because as anxious people, I'll raise my hand, I struggle with anxiety very intensely. Like I genuinely, I struggle with anxiety and depression very, very intensely and I'm not one to hide that or to keep that a secret. I've been very, very vocal about it, but when it comes to my anxiety, personally, I have a fear within myself that I've struggled with a long time. Two fears. My first is the fear of failure. So the fe- even the fear of failing someone, not living up to somebody's standards, not living up to who they, quote, thought I was. And that fear has turned me into a people pleaser because if I please this person. If I do exactly what they want, then I won't be failing them. I won't be doing them any wrong. And my second fear is my fear of people not loving me. My fear of people not caring. um, My fear of not being enough, essentially. So it goes back to people pleasing. I'll be enough if I am constantly working for them, if I'm constantly doing things for them and just prioritizing them over me, then I'll be enough. Then they'll want me and then I'll get that validation. And it's this and this and this and this and this. And it's like a domino effect in your brain when it all is rooted within yourself. My fear of failure comes from my fear of not feeling like I'm enough. So when I learn that I am enough, when I find those pow- that power, when I list my confident b- values and traits, I am enough. And if I'm not enough for somebody, then they are my wrong somebody and they are not meant to be in my life. And this is something that I've talked about since the quite literally the beginning of the podcast. I think I talked about it like episode two or three, something that I'm so passionate about and I will scream from the rooftops of my brain, of my heart for the rest of my life is I refuse to let anyone make me feel small in my life. And what I mean by that, I will not let anybody belittle me. I will not let anybody make fun of me for having dreams, having goals, having my aspirations in life. I will not let somebody make me insecure for the good qualities that I have. I refuse. And that is something in life that I've been working on for the past year of this podcast. And I'm proud to say that I have been... Acting on that, and it has been truthful. And I've had setbacks, and you know, I've had people that made me wildly insecure and make me have this imposter syndrome and like fall back into myself from what they've said, but I'm finding that power again. I'm reminding myself that nobody deserves to feel small. And if somebody is making you feel small, then maybe they're not meant to be in your life, and if somebody's doing it on purpose to just be a shitty person, maybe they're just a shitty person, and you know what, lucky girl. You do not deserve to have shitty people in your life. Say goodbye. Lose that comfortability. Walk away from it because you do not deserve bad people in your life. So we know why we people please. How do we get through this? The simple answer is my favorite answer. The simple answer is question everything. Question everything absolutely everything you do, everything you think, everything you say, question it. Question it, question it, question it. Because if you question yourself, am I doing this for them or am I doing this for me? Who is gaining from this? Why am I doing this? That is when you start clicking in your brain. Maybe I'm doing a lot of this stuff for other people. Maybe I'm this entire day, I've focused on other people. I haven't even gotten a second to think about my breath my breathing and just thinking about like what i want to do in life what i want to do with my day even like i have spent the entire day not thinking about myself now society tells us that that that's selfless that that's good to not think about yourself but at the end of the day the only person you'll have for forever is yourself so selflessness does not come from completely erasing yourself from your your life that's not what selflessness is selflessness is choosing somebody when they need it when it's important to do you know selflessness is a very hard subject and i'm not incredibly well versed so i'm not going to talk about it super super deeply but it's a fine line between being a people pleaser and calling yourself selfless so so question everything and really ask yourself why am i doing this who am i doing this for who is gaining and most importantly how is this affecting me is this making me feel small is being their friend making me tired is being in a relationship with them and constantly questioning everything making me exhausted and making me nervous and you know upsetting my nervous system making me anxious if the answer is yes to that. And you are seeing these negative emotions come up every single time you're around them. Even if there's positive ones too. I mean, like in past relationships, I've had amazing moments with people and then they would make me anxious and they would make me feel like, feel bad. They would make me feel small. They would make me feel insecure. And that is when you remind yourself they are not your person. They do not deserve space in your life. And that is something that I am continuously learning as well. I I think I talked about it last week in last week's episode, but I've been really focusing on calming my nervous system and really focusing on how people make me feel. And if somebody upsets my nervous system, then I need to distance myself from them and they do not deserve a space in my life. So, if they make me feel anxious, if they make me feel sad, if they make me question things that I should be sturdy and, you know, firm on whatever it is, If they make you question or feel sad or feel anxious or feel these negative emotions, they do not deserve a space in your life. So how you get through this is, yes, question everything, but it's also to be selfish. Now, this is ironic. I like saying the word selfish. I have said this whole year that this is my selfish year. And it's quite funny because being selfish is pretty much a people pleaser's worst Fear of being called. If somebody calls you selfish as a people pleaser, take it from me, it hurts. It makes you question everything because in your mind you're like, well, I just did absolutely everything for this person. I just spent all of my time trying to help this person and I'm being called selfish. Am I selfish? Is that selfish? Maybe I need to push harder. Maybe I need to care more about other people and lose myself more. And It's almost funny and it's ironic when you realize that the key to losing your people-pleasing tendencies is to be selfish, is to be what you're scared of them calling you. Choose yourself. Choose what you love. Choose what you enjoy. Next time you're with somebody and you feel like you're scared of losing them, so you're just doing everything that they want and you're agreeing, Remind yourself that you need to choose yourself. Say, lucky girl, I need to choose me. You are the most important person in your life. Remind yourself that you are a source of light and love and inspiration. And it is a disservice to lose yourself in order to gain someone else. You cannot do that. You cannot lose yourself. That beauty of who you are, in order to gain somebody that most of the time is not worth gaining, because if they make you feel like that, they are not worth being in your life, you know. And sometimes a shitty person is just a shitty person. You don't have to keep digging and keep looking and being like, maybe you'll, I'll find a good, a good, a good reason why I still want to be with them, i why I still want to be their friend. Maybe, you know. Sometimes you just got to call a hat a hat. Maybe a shitty person is just a shitty person. So. Be selfish, choose yourself. And when I say selfish, I know there's such a negative connotation with that word. I am saying it almost like I said, ironically. It's not selfish to choose yourself. It's not selfish to start working on yourself and bettering yourself and putting everything else on the back burner so you can focus on yourself. It is not selfish. And I don't ever want you to think that it is selfish. But like I said, since people pleaser's worst fear is being called selfish. Start calling yourself selfish. Start choosing yourself. Start doing what you want. At the end of the day, you have to ask yourself this question. And I don't have an answer to this question because it's individual to every single person. But we are going to end it on this question. And it is this. How can you turn the energy you spend on others to yourself? For me personally, I can start prioritizing alone time. Prioritizing enjoying moments by myself. And I have been this way for quite a few years where I actually enjoy spending time with myself. I actually love being on my own. I love journaling. I love writing and just being in my own mind. It's very, very thrilling. And that's one of the ways that I can turn that energy that I spend on others to put it on myself is prioritizing that. So with that being said, this is the end of the episode. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you took something from this and I hope really that you enjoyed this episode. Give this episode a five star rate and review and make sure that you're sharing it with all of your friends, putting it on your Instagram stories, posting it on TikTok, blow the podcast up, please. But share it with your friends so we can all be lucky girls together. I love you. Thank you so much for listening. I will see you next Wednesday for another episode of the lucky girl podcast. Have the best day ever. And remember to always, always, always stay lucky.